Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to In Living Color Abroad, and I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And on this episode, you'll be listening to Yanni, who is living and studying abroad in Taiwan. Now, Yanni is originally from Palau, which is an island in Oceania. And he was born and raised there, and now he's studying in Taiwan. Now, Yanni's going to talk about what life is like in Palau, um, what it got him to Taiwan, what life is like in Taiwan. And he also mentions uh, some foods from Taiwan, like sneaky tofu. <laughs> Wait for that part of the episode. I guarantee you, you're going to crack up. But yeah, hope you enjoy. This is A Living Color Abroad. Yanni, welcome to In Living Color Abroad. How you doing, man? Thank you. I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Awesome. And what time is it right now in Taiwan? It is 12.52 at noon. 12.52. And it is 10.52 here. So you're a full 14 hours ahead of me. Yeah, pretty. (laughs) Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Hours ahead. Yeah, very far ahead. All right. So, Yanni, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, please. So, what's up, everybody? I am Yanni. I'm 23. I am from Palau. And I've been in Taiwan for almost three years now. I'll be, it'll be three years in September. And I currently doing, I'm currently doing my bachelor's degree in diplomacy and international relations. Very cool. Very cool. Yes, All right. Sir. And so, you're from Palau. That's how you say it, right? Palau? Yes. Sir. All right. Palau. So I know nothing about Palau. I had to look it up when I contacted you. I'm like, where is Palau? Oceania? More to the west. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's more to the west. It's the westernmost Pacific island, closer to the Philippines. Okay, so the westernmost Pacific island, okay, in Oceania. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about <laughs> Palau, because I know how you describe Palau to somebody like me and knows nothing about it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, it's actually a pretty small island. It's a little bit smaller than Guam, about the same size. Uh, population, 20,000, a little bit over 20,000. Wow. Uh, you got uh, approximately 14,000 Palauans back home. But all the rest are, the second largest population are Filipinos. Then you got Bangladesh and your Americans and Chinese. Got and it. It's, you know, it's your basic island life. You got beaches everywhere, not much of a city life there, not a lot of buildings and stuff. And and how long were you, you, you were born and raised there your whole life? Yeah, I was there for twenty one years. So after I was I was the Taiwan was the first place I ever got out and like settled other than back home. Wow, wow. So you say it's like an island life, beautiful beaches, so it's like yes, things sir. move very slowly, I, I would assume. Very, very slow. <laughs> Like you could, you could really tell. Like as soon as I moved to Taiwan, like time here really goes by quick. Like back home, you you're laid back, you're relaxed. Yeah. Not here though. The city life is some other shit. Got it, got it. And and it's, they're called Palauans. Is that what you said? Is that you say? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, sir. So are they considered Asians or just Palauans? Like their own people. These are the native people of Palau. Well, we more consider ourselves as Pacific Islanders. Okay. But. You know, you got your history historians saying uh, we we came from the Southeast Asian countries, 
think we migrated from there to to Palau, but I'm not really sure about that. But like as far as I know, we're Pacific Islanders. Got it, Pacific Islanders. Cool, cool, cool. Because because uh, the cultural uh, relations are more similar to other Pacific Islands than it is to Southeast Asian countries. Got it. And, and what's the language in Palau? What's the main language? Uh, we speak Palawan and we well, uh, we have two official languages, Palawan and English. Okay, nice. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Why English? Was it occupied at one time by English-speaking uh, country? Yes. Uh, you can say it's still occupied. Well, we're still not... Well, okay. It's difficult because we, we were part of the trust territories under the United States. Okay. Uh, including some other uh, island countries. And then we got our independence in 1994. But after that, we're still in a... It's called a compact of free association with the states. So basically, we, we're still under like... Uh, American uh, uh, control, but like not a little bit more freedom now, I guess. Got it, got it. Like you guys are like a sovereign nation, right? Yes, sir. Okay, got it. Cool, cool, but cool. We, we, we use uh, uh, American currency. Oh, you do? Interesting. Yes. Wow, that's so interesting. Interesting, interesting. Yes. All right. So take us to you deciding to go to Taiwan. How did that even happen? Well, af after I graduated high school back in 2015, um, I was planning on, I wasn't really planning on leaving back home because I, I was kind of nervous. I didn't want to leave everything behind. I was, I was, I guess I was kind of used to the island life. But then having to stay in community college for two years and knowing it's not, I don't, it wasn't for me and mm -hmm. it's not going to get me anywhere. And then my cousins were already in Taiwan first and they recommended it. And, you know, I came over and I was like, damn, I could, I could have came here right after I graduated. I've been wasting my whole time. Yeah, and but uh, as, as long as I've been here, it's been it's been a hell of a life. Wow. And do, do a lot of people from Palau go to Taiwan to live? Is that common? Well, because of the diplomatic relations between Palau and Taiwan, we have scholarships. So most of the students, most of the people oh. who are here are scholarship students who come to study. That's amazing. So you got a scholarship then? Is, yes. Congratulations, man. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Dope, dope, dope. So how would you describe you telling your family about you deciding that you were going to move to Taiwan? Is that like a huge deal in Palau that family is very close and they never leave Palau? They, you know, you're born there, you die there. Like what's, the, what is that dynamic like? Uh, I guess, I guess that, that was the idea that kind of, I kind of had. Mm. So it was harder for me to leave, but it, it was actually my parents that kind of, uh, and forced me to, 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 to go and further my education someplace else. Oh, wow. Because what I told him for at first was I was worried if, if I'm gone and then something might happen to you guys and I'm not there to help out or to just to be there with you. And then they were saying, oh, son, you're, you're, you're still, we're still way too young to have any, any problems <laughs> at all. So you still have, you still have a lot of time to go and graduate, do whatever you want and come back and we'll still be here. Wow, that's awesome! They encourage that though. That's great. Yeah, I'm surprised too. <laughs> yeah, at least that takes that weight off your shoulders a little bit. It did. <laughs> so, and what reminds us? What are you studying again in Taiwan? I do diplomacy and international relations. And why did you decide to go into that realm? Well, another fun fact: I had the hardest time deciding what I want to do. And it was this one time I was with a friend back home, and then we were, and I was telling her. What I'm interested in, I was telling her I was interested in meeting new people, uh, talking about culture, you know, debating about politics and all that mm -hmm. stuff. 
and traveling. And then she was like, oh, you should probably try international relations. And I was like, what is that? And I looked it up and it was exactly what I just described. I was like, dude, this is so easy. This is so, I, I'm, I'm doing this for sure. I'm doing this for sure. So, yeah, I kind of I got into it, and I've loved it so far. Nice, nice. Awesome. All right, so let's go into life in Taiwan. So you're saying you've had a hell of a time, which is great to hear. You know, you're a young, you're a young guy, 23. So I'm assuming the city life in Taiwan is like a thousand times better than whatever it is in Palau. Oh, hell yes, dude. Hell yes. It's crazy. It's One thing I love about this place is that it's very convenient. You find whatever you need at like every corner of each street the clubs here you know like the their the nightlife it is crazy i tell you man <laughs> the people are nice the food is awesome for for being a foodie i, I i'll eat anything but mm-hmm. taiwanese food man it's the best one of the best that i've ever had and it's one of the safest places that i've ever been okay. you know i'm not i'm not scared to get lost people are friendly they will help you if you ever need help got you and, and what would how do you communicate with people in Taiwan, though? Do they speak, they speak uh, English readily? If if they don't speak English, then I'll have to speak Chinese. Oh, and you know Chinese as well? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Conversational. That helps a yes, lot sir. to obviously know the, <laughs> the language of the country you're moving uh, to. It's, it's harder for first-year students because as soon as they come over, they have zero idea of any Mandarins. Oh. They don't have any clue of how to speak. Yeah, and and the first thing you do when you get off the airport is you you're trying to find a taxi to wherever you're going, and they don't they don't know English at all, so it's gonna be harder <laughs> for you, and then you can get lost really easily. Oh my goodness! And the school so that you knowing, go to, knowing Chinese is yeah. essential to live here. Got it. And the school that you're at is it like an international like uh, university or how would you describe it? The demographic. Uh, it's it's a it's a private university. Okay. Uh, it's the second, it's the toppest private university here in Taiwan. Okay. Uh, but it does, it does offer two programs taught in English. So mine is one, and then you got the international business. Got it. And are there a lot of exchange students there, or, or is more, is it just mostly Thai, Taiwanese people? No, no, there's a lot. Uh, uh I, I, I'm, I'm thinking my school is one of the schools that has the most international students, because, because uh, the programs they offer in english got it because because there's a really limited amount of programs you can find in taiwan that teaches in english and where would you say these students mostly come from like what region of the world uh you know that was one of the first things that i was surprised about when i first moved here i didn't know how much international the community was Mm. so you got your americans uh, europeans latinos other pacific islanders people from the caribbean Oh wow! Anywhere. Really? Yes, sir. I would not have Africa. thought that. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I did not too. <laughs> In Taiwan, look at that—a university yes. where the, the and city where everything is popping and every the clubs are crazy, like yes, you said. Yes. <laughs> so besides besides the clubs, right? What is what would you say is like what surprised you about like Taiwan when you first got there? cheap it is dude i don't i don't eat i don't make my own food in my own place i i usually eat in restaurants because it's actually more cheaper than to really to cook wow well to me yeah because i i because i live in a uh so like around the school community you got your school restaurants which is way cheaper you Mm -hmm. you can 
only use like 10 bucks a day for all three meals and like a snack. Yeah, so that's that's one of the things that I was that I was surprised about and I loved about Taiwan is how cheap it is. Got it, got it, got it. And how would you say, have you just acclimated like it was nothing? Was there any like culture shock at all for you? Or were you just like, all right, this is smooth sailing uh, the moment you arrived? Uh, no, I was very excited. I was I was just getting ready for whatever came my way, dude. I was because being back home and being scared to leave and my friends say, no, we've been wanting you to leave. But I don't know what <laughs> Get the hell out of here, man. Sure, sure. I'm gonna live my life. Oh wow! So everything, everything that's hit my way, I'm, I've just been excited about. No regrets. That's good. I mean, see, no cultural shock. No, nothing. Everything new, I, I, I welcome it with an open arm. See, that's a good mindset. See, I, I, I envy you. you. I feel like it's because you're young that you're able to say those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not because obviously, like I, I'm 29 and I moved here when I was 29 to Costa Rica, where I'm currently at. I'm from New York. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So I haven't like been I've only been living here what ten months now. So my mindset was yeah. at a completely different state than where you are. Like <laughs> I wasn't just all euphoria, like I was excited, but <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. also very nervous of like, you know, what am I doing? Why like I'm leaving a stable job to, you yeah. know, to, I'm leaving, you know, my family behind and stuff like that. So those are things that like, you know, were definitely on my mind. But I think even though you're obviously you're young and you're at a different place in your life, I think for people that do want to live abroad and like you are, like, you know, you're studying abroad essentially right like you're in university currently um it's good to have that kind of like now i'm not gonna say no looking back but you're just open to all the experiences that you can get exactly from it so that that's a kind of like i guess fearless mentality that you have when you know you're in your early 20s or whatnot that i hope to still yeah. keep when i turn 30 next month but <laughs> but uh yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> so what is the what are the plans for you though? You're gonna graduate and then do you plan to stay in Taiwan? You plan to go back to Palau? What what's the plan? Uh so I'm graduating twenty twenty two. All right. And yeah, I'm thinking about continuing my education. I wanna do my masters, but I'm not sure if I wanna do it here because they don't really offer uh my program in English here. Not a lot, not a lot of schools do that. Mm. So I was thinking about traveling more after graduating and then Maybe moving to the States to pursue. Oh, really? Australia, yeah. Wow, okay. So you're going to stay You're gonna stay on that side of the world, though? Yes. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so let's talk about, because um, obviously you are, again, you're a Pacific Islander, and you okay. are not like, you know, you're, you're not white, right? You're like, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> so I how you describe, so people from Palau, are they, are they usually like your complexion? Is it you know? Or is it is it a, a mix? Is it a range? There, yeah, there's a there's a large range because of all the the mixes we got. But yeah, for I guess for like a typical Palauan, me, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm I'm the generic one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just your your basic. <laughs> and so when you go to again like a Taiwan, which obviously Taiwan, you know, people there are are Asian, right? So I, I'm, a, I'm assuming here, I could be wrong, tell me if I'm wrong, like they're mostly more lighter complexion, right, people in Taiwan. Yeah. So you must stand out, I would assume. I do. <laughs> so is it, do you get any, like, what are, those, what are those interactions like when people just, do you get just, like, stared at? Like, what, what's that like? Uh, well, you do get stared at a lot, but that, that, that is from the more conservative, older Taiwanese people. Mm. The newer generations, they're more nice. They're more, they're I guess they're more open minded. They like meeting new people. They they're noticing that the world is changing, so they want to learn new things. They actually 
do the effort to meet, you know, the the more different looking people like me. Got it. They're more they're more they're more approachable. The more older people they're they're not so they're not so nice. <laughs> they, they, they are nice, but like yeah. I like that they're not so nice. I'm gonna say it next time when I'm like, you know what? They're not so nice. <laughs> they're not so nice. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it actually. <laughs> but but I still I still believe that Taiwanese that it's one of they're one of the most respectful, nice, nicest Asians you could ever get. Mm, okay. And what, what are one of the worst Asians then? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to bait you with that one. <laughs> nah, okay. That's cool. So, I mean, like you said, like you obviously are, you stand out, but you still, but you said people that are your age, you're like welcomed with open arms basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing because from like the perspective that you know we like I, I'm American right and most people that I speak to on the podcast are people that are from the states that move abroad but that's why I was so interested in speaking to you because you either come from the other side of the world a country I've never yeah. heard of before in Palau and like you know even though you're, you're not white you're going into this uh, Asian culture where you do speak the language which is a plus right but yet you look different so yeah. but yet you, I, I guess based on what you're saying I'm, I'm guessing here that you you haven't really felt like not welcome in Taiwan. You feel like you're, you know, I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you feel comfortable there. Yeah, yeah I do. That's good. I, I, I was, that was one of the things I was surprised about was how welcoming the people are. Like, I didn't feel like I didn't belong or anything. Cause, wow. You know, yeah. That's fantastic, though. That's great. I think it just goes to show, like you said, like you said, the world's changing, right? I think, I think people, is, yeah. you know, with with the internet and all these things, right? And like social media, yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone's learning and, and everyone's exposed to all the same things at the yeah, same time, yeah, basically. So exactly. you're someone like you, like, yeah, I've seen you on YouTube or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I Googled Palau. I see people, you know. <laughs> so it's almost like you almost don't have an excuse almost, you know, people are right. our generation to like not at least try to expose yourself to the things that you don't know about. So that's kind exactly. of as a really that's a really cool thing um, to express in that way. That's really dope. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit more deeper about about uh, Taiwan and Taiwanese culture. So, what are some yeah. things that that people do in Taiwan that Taiwanese people do that is complete opposite of what people in Palau do? Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know which one to talk about. Just anyone, just anyone. <laughs> I mean. The fact that they eat frogs, I guess. Who eats frogs? Taiwanese. Okay, I'm like, wait, who you you eat frogs? <laughs> no, 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 no. They eat okay. Frogs. Oh, interesting. Or, or their, their, their cultural um, stinky tofu. That's what it's called. Stinky tofu. Stinky tofu. Ever heard of that? No. No, I have not. I've heard of tofu. Stinky tofu, dude. No, there is stinky tofu. Dude, you smell that from a mile away. And is that frog is or is? Okay. But do you you smell that from a mile away, and then every every time you see where the boots are, where they sell it, the lines are always crowded. It's always wow. it's always long. People love it. But it smells but, like hell to you. But it, people love it. And, and nobody. I'm I'm pretty sure every foreigner does not like <laughs> stinky tofu. It is the worst man. Is I that the official one. name or the name you've given it? <laughs> no, no. It's actually look it up. It's actually stinky tofu. He's like, you know what? There's some sticky yeah. ass sofa right here. Of course. <laughs> and I, I even asked my friends, like, why, why, why would you 
eat something that has stinky in front of it. <laughs> like, hell no, dude. So have you ever tried frogs? Huh? Have you ever tried frogs? I've, I have not. I've been wanting to, but I've, I, I haven't gotten the oh, chance. You have an appetite for it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try anything. I tried sticky tofu and yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> See, I'm actually intrigued now by this sticky tofu now. I feel like, you know what? I got to I gotta either smell this thing or taste this thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, so... so experience. Yeah, so people in Palau don't eat frogs. People in Palau do eat frogs. And they also eat sticky tofu. Okay. Yes. What, <laughs> what about in mannerisms? How, how do you describe, like, the mannerisms of people in Taiwan compared to people from your, from your country? These guys are... They're, they're quiet people. Okay. They're, they're very quiet people. Islanders are loud. <laughs> we are loud. <laughs> Every time we have our little group of Islander uh, reunion or something, like a group of friends walking in Taiwan all together, we're the loudest. And they'd all turn and look over. <laughs> See, that's pretty cool <laughs> because you come all the way from the Pacific Islands and my family, they come yeah. from the Dominican Republic, which is an island, obviously, in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. But they're also loud, too. If you, every island I've been to, people are just loud. What is it about islands and people are being loud? I don't get it, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, basically, any other person who is not Taiwanese is louder than your basic Taiwanese. Wow. You're, you're always going to be louder. So just very reserved kind of people then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how have you have you like have you changed your ways of being because due to that or what? How do you feel about that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anything's changed, I've changed my Taiwanese friends to be more louder. Oh really? <laughs> You're like you got to get on my level here. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not stooping down. That's so interesting. See, I I can just hear you talk. And I feel like for people that are, that are either, you know, thinking about whether it's, you know, studying abroad, living abroad, is like yeah. the, the confidence that you're exuding right now and just like the way you're talking about living in <laughs> Taiwan. You. No, I mean, that's a really cool thing, though, because it goes to show that obviously it has to do where you're at in your life. But I yeah, think that yeah, exuberance yeah. and like that confidence is needed when you're going to go on a new adventure because it's still scary. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you still left your family. You're still really young. You're still trying to figure out things in life, you know, as we all are. Right. Yeah. So I think that to have like the confidence, like, you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be Taiwanese. Like I'm going to, I'm going to try to get you where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? This is the way people from Palau get down. So I'm going to show you how we get down. So that's pretty dope that you kind of, but that's also a way of, of like kind of maybe related to what, you, what you're majoring, right? Like that's, that's those, those yeah, international yeah, yeah. relations right there. Like yeah. they're learning about you. It's not like you go to Taiwan and now yourself is gone. Like, nah, you got to bring Palau with you, yes, right, exactly. to Taiwan. So I think, I think that's a lot of things that I'm learning here, too, in Costa Rica is, like, I'm I'm Latino, and I have a Latino culture, but I'm not from Costa Rica. I'm not Costa Rican. Yeah. So, like, I still bring some of my own culture, which is from, you know, New York City, American culture, wow. and also Dominican culture from my parents. And I think it's yeah. a very important thing for people that live abroad is, like, yes, you want to acclimate yourself to where you are and be respectful of, like, you know, traditions and cultures, but you can't right. just lose yourself in the process as well. <laughs> like you, exactly. you can't let exactly. that happen. You got you got to be able to, to stay true to who you are, and I think that's the best way to acclimate. Actually, if you think about it, it sounds counterintuitive, right? But I feel if you if you find if you stay with truth in yourself, and you go to a new country, people will accept you more. I think because exactly. you're being honest to who you are versus trying to like yeah. pose for some you know for something that you're not. So I think that's a exactly. very important thing that that it clearly <laughs> you have figured out so far. <laughs> yeah, Taiwan has helped me. That's dope. That's dope. 
So, all right. So we talk about Taiwan, about stinky tofu, <laughs> and uh, the frog stuff. Cool. What's yes. one thing you miss about Palau? Just Palau, dude, in general. Mm. The vibes, the feeling of being home. Tell, tell me more. Tell me more. What, what, what are the vibes like? <laughs> you know, it's your, it's, your, it's your island vibes. You know, like nothing, nothing will ever compare to that. I don't mm. know. I, I, I grew up there for 21 years of my life. It's, it's what I'm used to. I mean, I'll always, I, I'm coming to Taiwan. I, I realized I'm a city boy. Mm. I love the city. I love the crowd. I love the noise and everything. <laughs> but you know, the only the only thing that's gonna ever feel that that part of my heart is the vibes back home. Nothing's nothing's ever gonna be like that. Have you been back to like, visit? Uh, I I usually go back uh, every summer. It's what it's what I was about to get into. Uh, I was we were all excited. Like me and my cousins who are who are in Taiwan too. We were all excited of going back this summer but because of you know the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. going on uh the flights were canceled and everything so we're basically stuck until further notice i don't know got it same here no, same here i was trying to go back to new yeah. york and it, i mean i was having this this conversation with someone living actually in new zealand she's from jamaica oh, yeah. and uh, oh, she cool. was talking about you know how you could be in two places at once in your mind. And I feel like you just said, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you clearly love Taiwan, right? You say you're a city boy, yes. but you came from a place where there wasn't really much city, right? Yeah. <laughs> in Palau, exactly. but yet you still miss everything about Palau. Yeah. I, I, and I'm glad that you're, like, you're the second person that I say that, because there's a person that she's married with kids, and she's talking about oh. that, about home. And here you are, 23 years old, you know, you're studying in your, in your studies, and you, you have this, a very similar mindset as far as like what home means to you. Yeah. And I think that's a very important thing that I'm getting from people that live abroad is this idea of home will always be home. It is. You know, you, you can't, you, you know, you can't change, you, you know, you could, you could be somewhere else for a prolonged period of time, but that, but that might not ever be home. Like, you know, Taiwan might be home as far as like, you know, where your feet are right now, yeah, yeah, but yeah, as far exactly. as like, you know, where your heart's at and, you know, and obviously family plays a huge factor, right? Like that would be Palau for you, and for me, like New York will always be home for me too. I don't know. I don't think no matter how long I'm here in Costa Rica, you know, New York will always be home. And I think that's what makes it tough sometimes. Exactly. Maybe I'm gonna ask you this question: Do you see yourself ever moving back to Palau to live again, or you see yourself like now, nah, like I grew up there, which was great, but now it's time for me to live everywhere else but Palau. <laughs> no, I, I do. I actually do. I wanna, you know, after after graduating and all that, after traveling, I wanna travel the world mm-hmm. as as much as I can but after all of that after doing everything that I can that I want to do and when I'm ready to settle down I'll move back home mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a very cultural how do you say I love culture I love the Palawan culture mm. so being back home being closer to that culture being closer to everybody that's where I want to be where you know where my last days will be I hope you enjoyed that episode with Yanni. I definitely did. Um, it's so cool listening to someone that's, you know, at a different point in their life than I am. You know, Yanni's 23, I'm 29, and he just has all this exuberance and confidence and is, you know, just taking the world on, right? He's so excited to be in Taiwan. He loves what he's doing. He's, he's found the calling. And yeah, he's just really enjoying every moment. And as you heard in the episode, 
I think something so important to that, regardless of you know where you are in life, if you're gonna take this adventure of living abroad or studying abroad, um, you have to go in it with uh, with confidence, right? There's gonna be doubts. You're gonna have some doubts, but you gotta have this confidence that what you're doing one is the right decision, and that you could handle it, right? That you could handle the challenge. So it's just so cool hearing him. I think it's very evident in the way he speaks that uh, he's confident in what he's doing. So it's really it's really good to hear uh, from Yanni. And curious to see what a uh, stinky tofu tastes like. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely gotta head over to Taiwan to taste uh, some stinky tofu. But yeah, and also I don't know if you guys noticed, but I, what I like about what's happening with my with this podcast is that now I'm finding people that are not just from America, right? I'm finding people of color from all over the world, and I think why I like that is like heading in that. Not, I wouldn't say heading in that direction, but it's a mix now. I feel, and I want that mix, is because we have this term expat. And, you know, it usually just refers to people from the United States, Canada, and England. As far as expatriates, right? People that are in a certain place for a while and then head back home. And I think that's such a narrow way of looking at people that live abroad. As, oh, you're here for, you're here for a short time, but a fun time, and then you're going back to wherever you are. Which is not the case for a lot of people. And I think and an expat is also a word that is honestly just used for white people, honestly. Um, so I think, I, I'm not saying that I would change the term. But I think everyone's just migrating to different locations, right? Like, I don't know how long I'm going to be in Costa Rica. Uh, Yanni, as you heard, he, he he might go back to Palau when he's much older. So I think it's it's unfair to put this title of just expat, but rather just people that are living abroad, just like that. People that are moving from where they're born and going elsewhere and migrating and, you know, immigrating to other places to live. So, yeah, I think I, I like that that's happening. But anywho... On next week's episode, uh, you'll be listening to Sharifa, who is living abroad in Montreal, Canada. So I'm glad to have a Canada episode in Montreal since I've been there. And Sharifa is originally from Suriname, but grew up in Holland. So it's a very interesting episode. And again, this migration, right, of living in different places. She also lived in California in the States and eventually ended up with her family in Canada. So look forward to that episode next week. And as always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next week. This is Living Color Abroad. Peace.